first of all, let's go ahead and turn our attention to uh, Jamestown, a city within the Diocese of Fargo, and we are privileged to have with us one of our wonderful permanent deacons, Deacon Tom Geffrey, joining us by phone. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, good morning. Good morning to all the listeners. It's great to have you with us today. Before we get into the topic at hand, if you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, the uh, ministry that you're currently involved in. Yeah, okay. I'm originally from Napoleon, North Dakota. Way to go. <laughs> go Imperials. Okay, uh, please continue. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, my wife and I have eight children, um, 20, 28 grandchildren. Uh, two great grandchildren. Actually, I'm an educator by trade. And great grandchildren already? Is Could that be possible, yeah. Deacon? I, I know, I know. It's hard <laughs> to believe. Yeah, um, yeah and um, so after 40 years of teaching, I retired and actually uh, became a chaplain at a Catholic nursing home here in Jamestown, um, where we reside now. I, I retired from that in 15 and now working through the church, uh, doing RCAA programs, <clears throat> and helping out there wherever I can. <clears throat> and uh, I also came out of retirement for a third time, and I'm now the band director at uh, St. John's Academy, our Catholic church in, in Jamestown, or uh, Catholic school, I should say. Now, Deacon Geffrey, this is Father Leffert here. The, you know, we're later in the program, we'll be talking about the 40th anniversary for the Diocese of Fargo for the permanent diaconate. What, um, what is your glorious date of ordination? Where along in those 40 years did were you able to come into the permanent diaconate? Yeah, I was ordained in 2004, in May of 2000, May 17th, I think, is the day, 2004. So, oh, about 15, 15 years already. And, and how, how many men were in your class? We had seven that were ordained at that time. Very good, very good. Excellent. Now, we have a, a topic, a special topic that we uh, are, have brought you on the air to visit with us about this morning, uh, a special gravesite for babies who have been aborted. Um, tell us about this uh, special gravesite and the story that uh, goes behind it. Now, uh, this is really a fascinating story. Um, in 1988, there was a group of people that found 143 aborted babies in a dumpster. Um, the location of that, that dumpster is, is somewhat in question. As I've heard three different places, uh, either from Michigan or Illinois or Wisconsin. Um, I can't, I'm not able to find the, the true source. But my guess is that they're probably from Michigan because that's where Bishop Sullivan was from, and he was a part of the... Uh, burial service. Now, these 143 aborted babies were brought to North Dakota and were, were divided into three groups. One group went to uh, Grand Forks, one group went to uh, Fargo, and one group went to Jamestown. And the reason they went to these three places, because at that time, they had those three cities had abortion clinics. Mm -hmm. uh, Grand, Grand Forks and Jamestown have, of course, closed since then, and we just have the Fargo one. Um, but with these uh, aborted babies, uh, Bishop Sullivan <clears throat> uh, was very adamant that they have a, a proper burial. These are human beings, after all. They needed to be treated. We need to treat them with the same respect that we would anybody that has died. And he asked if Jamestown would be willing to uh, sponsor a grave, which they did, collected some money from the parishioners and 
uh, not only parishioners, but some non-Catholics as well. And we now have that gravesite out at the cemetery, which was dedicated on October 2nd in 1988. And is that located in the uh, Catholic Cemetery, Calvary, uh, there in Jamestown? Yes, Calvary Cemetery. Yeah, um, its exact location is just behind uh, the, there's a shed on the grounds that uh, houses uh, some equipment, etc. It's uh, just to the south of that building, right inside the gate. Okay. Now, Deacon, yes. you know, I, you know, I noticed in the, in the telling of the story that you mentioned about how the, the former uh, abortuaries in Grand Forks and Jamestown. Do you? I mean, are are you kind of linking that maybe there's a connection between you know showing mercy and so forth, and and just you know bringing an end to that that plight in those two cities? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Uh, I can't help but feel that it had a great impact. Uh, I, I don't remember when the Jamestown Clinic closed, but it wasn't too long after that. Yeah, if memory serves, it was right around that time in the end of the 1980s. Uh, I was a high schooler around that time, uh, growing up in Napoleon, and I, I do believe I remember hearing about that at that point. So we are visiting with Deacon Tom Geffrey, uh, who, with his uh, lovely bride Mary, lives in Jamestown, North Dakota, and helps out at the Basilica of St. James for the Diocese of Fargo. Yeah. So, um, what's what does it mean for you personally um, as you minister there in Jamestown, and to have um, this incredible story, but to physically have the gravesite there in in Jamestown? What does that mean for you personally, in in as you minister? Uh, I I feel very odd that we have it here, uh, and to a certain extent, very blessed. Uh, Every time I go out to the cemetery, you can't help but drive by the the, the gravesite, and it, it just gets me thinking um, in a very sad way that all these children that are buried here uh, that could have been, you know, be a part of society and and a part of our lives. Uh, it's a sad scenario, um, but I also know that you know we've got those forty some. Well, actually, 140 some souls in heaven that are praying not only to end this, this Holocaust, but also praying for us as we continue to uh, fight the battle of, of, of pro life. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, yourself and Father Gross and myself, we all had, um, an, you know, powerful connection with uh, Bishop Sullivan and, you know, his, his incredible witness to the pro-life cause and, and so forth. But you already mentioned how how strongly he felt about that they, they need to be treated with the dignity of human persons and so forth. What, 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 Deacon, what does this say about our Christian faith that we would... You know, we we do such things like this where we you know we reach into the deepest darkest places and we want to shed light and and faith and hope and salvation on these situations. What, what, what does that say about the dignity of life as Christians? Uh, well, the, you know, that's an awesome love that God has for us. Um, no matter what it is that we've done, um, you know, God's forgiveness is there and. We need to, you know, and I need to continue to pray for the, the mothers of these children. Uh, we need to continue to pray for those people that continue in this industry, that they would, you know, soon have their eyes open and realize that what they're doing is, is totally wrong. 
but at the same time, you know, we have to approach all these people with love, be praying for them, and um, not judge. We don't know the circumstances. You know, there's a number of things just kind of rattling through my brain here. Like yesterday was nine eleven, obviously, and we, you know, memorials there about uh, the the innocent people who who were killed. Um, I'm thinking. I think it's September 24th. I believe we start 40 Days for Life again in the di- at least in the Diocese of Fargo, right. mm-hmm. and, and I think Bismarck is with us on that. And the other listening area, I think they're they're doing efforts as well. Um, you know, to, again, it's kind of that time to gear up for that that again. But I'm also thinking, like right now today, as we're, we're talking, it's we're in the octave before the the you know, the seven sorrows of Mary before. So today would be the, the fourth sorrow where um, Christ meets his mother on, on the way of the cross, you know, and, and there's this thing about where it, it's not natural for, for the child to die before the parent uh, kind of a thing. And it, and, it, and it turns everything inside out just on the natural level. And, you know, we can, we've done so many studies and things about how, you know, abortion affects the mother, the father, even the grandparents, the siblings, uh, kind of a thing. And, um, it, yeah, it's it just there, there's this deeper, darker spirit behind all of that, which is the destruction of the human person. And, um, and oftentimes those, those of us who are in the pro-life effort and movement, you know, we'll, we kind of take it on the chin. Like we're, we're too radical or this or concerned about thing or there's other issues in the world and which there are other issues in the world but i i think it's this is one of those topics this gravesite here that just sheds light on this deeper thing that there there's a darkness out there and and christ calls us you know to to be faithful in that battle and that we need to open our eyes and our minds and realize that there there's a battle against life and against the human person what what um what do you have yeah, coming up? Go ahead, Deacon. Uh, I was going to say, at the dedication of that memorial, uh, we actually had, there was actually demonstrators here, um, a, a group of people from uh, out west came and were, were had painted their faces dark and were wearing, wearing dark black robes, etc. So um, you're absolutely right. There is that, that, that deep, dark side that is hard to combat. But uh, just keep keep doing it. Keep fighting. Now, what what do you have happening this Saturday uh, as a special service for this? Yes. Okay. Uh, this Saturday is is the uh, day of remembrance for unboarded for, for uh, aborted babies. Uh, it's a national program that started I think it was eight years ago. Uh, we've been a part of it every year. Uh, we have a special graveside service right at the site in at the uh, Calvary Cemetery. Um, have some prayers, uh, some reading, scripture readings, uh, sing some songs, have a special message, and, uh, you know, to keep praying that the uh, that abortion will come to an end in this country. Um, and what I really enjoy about this program is that we have, it's an ecumenical service, right? Have a, couple other ministers in town participating in this particular service. They will do a Excellent. reading or uh, lead a song or, or something to that effect. Because um, <clears throat> you know, everybody connects abortion with uh, uh, the uh, pro-life with the Catholics. Well, there are lots of other denominations that are just as pro-life as Catholics are. Right. 
Now, this coming Saturday, that uh, start time is 11 a.m., correct, at Calvary Cemetery in Jamestown? Very good. Right, that's that's correct. 11 a.m., and and Mm -hmm. if there is um, inclement weather, rainy weather, whatever, uh, we'll host the service in the basilica itself. Very good. Now, I was also thinking, uh, Deacon Tom, of our shared heritage, you might say, uh, as uh, Napoleonites, um, uh, that we're talking about here both a corporal work of mercy of burying the dead and a spiritual work of mercy with, uh, you know, praying for the repose of the souls of the of the faithful departed praying for the deceased loved ones of ours and i remember in the the city and country cemeteries the the fervency of so many of our people from that area with regard to uh praying for the faithful departed uh remembering them with uh mass intentions on their anniversaries of death things like that and you you speak about how what you guys are doing is helping to you know rekindle and keep uh, active that uh, particular devotion of praying for those who have died well, absolutely I think this is a, um, a, a very good aspect of this, this particular program um, Eric Scheidler who started it um, as I, say, I think it was eight years ago you know, and very uh, I think a very powerful force in getting that information out to all of the, uh, the different communities and um, asking for uh, some kind of a prayer service, whether it's uh, something that we're doing or, or uh, uh, a vigil, whatever it might be. Um, right. Yes, um, it, it, we've, our, our attendance has increased every year that we've done it, which has really been good, encouraging. And we hope for even more to be able to join you this year, as well as the similar ceremonies that will be happening in the two <clears> other locations in our diocese, in Fargo and in Grand Forks. Deacon Tom Geffrey, thank you very much for being with us, and blessings to you and your ministry. Thanks very much, and God bless everyone. Thank you.